Users in Control, A Fresh Perspective on Accessibility Episode 12 Multiple Disabilities Creative Solutions By Ricky Buchanan When it comes to computer access, having a disability that affects both my ability to type and my vision is somewhat of a problem. The usual solutions for vision impairments use lots of different keyboard commands, while the usual solutions for not being able to type or type much, involve on-screen keyboards and or word prediction which both require vision. Assistive Wears Visio Voice is the answer to this problem, as it lets me make the most of my vision so I can access keystrokes, their on-screen keyboard, and in turn, my computer. The first thing I find Visio Voice invaluable for is seeing the mouse pointer, as I use the mouse for nearly everything. Although macOS 10 has a built-in preference to enlarge the mouse pointer, I find this makes it difficult to use the mouse accurately, especially when editing text with the iBeam cursor. Visio Voice's cursor preferences lets me put a bright red target circle around the mouse pointer, enlarging it just enough to be seen clearly and located easily. I read a lot of PDFs, MS Word files, and other electronic texts that often contain technical information but I find it very hard to concentrate on machine-read documents, even with the great-sounding Infovox iVox British English voice, Peter. When I have something to read, I open it in Visio Voice's document reader by just dropping the document on the Visio Voice doc icon. This allows me to read some sections, switch to audio when my eyes get tired, and then switch back to reading if there's a section of programming or math formulae or something else that doesn't work well audibly. Being able to switch between reading and listening so easily without losing my place in a document means I can get far more done before needing to stop and rest. Sometimes I can touch type with an ergonomic keyboard, but most often I use a touchpad with one hand and an X-Keys desktop keypad from PI Engineering, www.piengineering.com, with the other. It's an odd combination, but it is the most effective combination for my particular disabilities at the moment. When I am using the touchpad and X-Keys device, I use keystrokes on-screen keyboard with word prediction to type. Although enlarging the on-screen keyboard and remembering the key order aids my typing, I have trouble distinguishing visually similar words in the prediction pane. This is remedied by setting Visio Voice to speak each letter or word as it's typed, giving me audio confirmation of whether I selected the word that I wanted. For images that I want to see in detail, I use Visio Voice's image enlarger. Mac OS X offers screen magnification, but it only enlarges the whole screen, which I find disorienting and after a while nauseating to look at. Having a defined enlargement region with Visio Voice works much better for my purposes, especially when I can turn it on by using hotkeys just when I need it. When I am having my worst times visually, even menu items and dialog boxes are a problem, I can see where they are, but not what they say. When things are like this, I turn on Visio Voice's talking interface and let it speak what is under the mouse pointer. A few programs that I use don't work with this feature, but virtually all the programs that I use most, Mail, Safari, Finder, iTunes, and Address Book, work fine, except for iCal, which works enough that I can still use it though it's frustrating. Since I use talking interface as needed, having global hotkeys to switch it on and off is very helpful.
This strange and shifting combination of technologies matches my strange and shifting combination of disabilities. Nevertheless, I think I'm doing well at getting the most out of my abilities. In 2007 I started ATMAC, www.atmac.org, an assistive technology blog for macOS 10 users, content producers, educators, and developers. Growing from a simple idea, it now has up to 800 readers a week. In addition to this undertaking, I continue to study computer-aided music composition, work on my website, Not Done Living, www.notdoneliving.net, write in my personal blog, journeying slash journaling, and stay in touch with friends and family through the computer. Finally, I have begun an archiving project, scanning our family's old photos for posterity. Without my Mac and the assistive technology to access it, I wouldn't be able to do any of these things. And I don't even want to think what that would be like. About this podcast. Editor-in-Chief, Joe Barnick. Layout and Design, Joe Barnick. Publisher, David Nehemiah, Assistiveware. Web, www.atpodcasts.com. Email, editor at assistiveware.com. This PDF and audio podcast is created by Mac users with physical, speech, or vision impairments. Featuring their experiences, it seeks to inform, inspire, and provide a platform for new ideas. Once a year, some of the articles appear in a PDF of the Assistiveware newsletter, found at www.assistiveware.com newsletter.php. A video podcast titled, Exploring the Frontiers of Assistive Technology, that features some of the contributors is also available. The audio version of this podcast was created on macOS 10 with Ghostreader and the Infovox iVox voices of the Acapella group under a special license permitting professional use of the voices. Copyright. The copyright of this article remains with the author of the article. Reproduction in whole or in part without written permission is strictly prohibited. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this article are the entire responsibility of the author and the information in this podcast in no way serves as an endorsement or guarantee by assistive wear, registered trademark.